Welcome to the CU Strategy Forum podcast, a podcast designed especially for credit union leaders. Our goal is to bring you the latest strategic resources for growing your profitability and membership. Whether your credit union has 10,000 or 10 million members, we think you'll find today's conversation valuable. Welcome to the CU Strategy Podcast. I'm really excited. We had a great session here with Steph Luck yesterday. Uh, what was the title of your presentation? How to Build Your Data Maturity Action Plan. It's oh, a mouthful. It I love is. it. <laughs> How to Build Your Data Maturity Action Plan. There are so many great takeaways, but before we go there, give us a um, little bit of update on who you are. Tell us a little bit more about what Trellance does. Absolutely. So my name is Steph Luck. I'm the Vice President of Sales for Trellance. And we are a company whose mission is to help credit unions to continue to achieve more through innovative solutions. So really what that boils down to is helping credit unions with their data analytics and technology journey, knowing that when you're working with data, that's a key piece to drive your business forward. And it's also looking at what is your infrastructure, your technology, your resources, mm -hmm. your staff that you have to enable you to do that. Yeah. I mean, some of our favorite clients always rave about Trellance and how you guys help them connect the dots between the 37 different technology platforms that you do. 37 is low. It's, it probably is low. I was making that as a facetious joke, but it probably is low for some, some of these companies, uh, credit unions. Give us a little bit more about what that means. What does data maturity look like? Give us the highlights of kind of your presentation so that people get a good sense of diving into the full, the full deal. Absolutely. So I think with the data maturity piece, what we really wanted to share yesterday is it's going to look a little bit different for everyone as far as how they go about it. So we had used a road trip analogy to explain that there are typical pit stops you're going to hit with the type of analytics that you're using and the data management being like your service station that you make regular stops at, um, but you don't have to go with a linear approach. And in some cases, it's just not feasible. If you can figure out one business goal, challenge, strategic priority that you want to solve for, and then hone in on the data you need to solve for that, you can get started and achieve quick wins and start to build that momentum yeah. before tackling you know, perhaps a full enterprise-wide solution. Yeah. It's so... Um, it was such a great point that you made that a lot of times... and. I know you've seen it, I've seen it. It's we let that perfect environment, that perfection of we're going to build this data, you know, this dashboarding system, this data warehouse, we're going to analyze it and slice it and do all these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is we create this epic project that by the time it's all said and done, it has nothing to do with the problem we started with. That's so true. And so <laughs> that, that the way that you phrase it, like not letting that perfect solution get in the way of getting that actionable data that you need today. Yep. Such a powerful, powerful insight. I love that. Thank you. Yes. Don't let perfect or done get in your way. There's really no such thing with how quickly the market is evolving. Our members are changing and their preferences are changing. Systems you have that you're pulling data from are going to continue to evolve. Right. So it's kind of taking that minimum viable mindset even and saying, you know, what is that basic data that we need? You know, a lot of times when we're talking to credit unions, we hear single source of truth is one of the primary goals. Right. And it's, you know, it's a great goal to have, but truly credit unions have 50 plus systems. And does it make sense to bring in all of them? Or are there a few key ones like your core, your LOS, your online banking platform that you start with that could give you enough to start moving forward, and then you can continue to refine and add in more pieces. Right. Um, one of the other things that we had chatting about and you had kind of mentioned before, but this idea of kind of really beginning with that why piece mm -hmm. first. So 
tell us, tell me a little bit more about that. Sure, sure. So I'm a big fan of the uh, Simon Sinek book. I might say his last name wrong, but start with why. Yeah. Um, and you'll hear, you know, early on, I've always heard the five why strategy, right, to keep digging in. And really, what I mean with the data maturity plan and and how this relates to data is. Starting with your why helps you to figure out what you're actually trying to achieve. And I loved what you said, Paul, about, you know, for all of us in the credit space, it's typically about growing members, growing loans. Right now it's growing deposits. Right. Why are you looking to do that? What is the underlying business reason? And keeping that at the forefront, because that's how you know what to measure. That's how you know what to track. And you can tie it back to ROI and showing that case within the credit union and especially to leaders to keep that momentum going. Um, but I think sometimes you'll hear from credit unions, they they want to build a full data warehouse solution. That's great, but why are you doing it? And could right. there be some way that we could kind of chunk it out so you're making progress along the way and not ending up just following a process because that's the process that you've heard is the right way right. to do it. We did a survey here at the Strategy Forum and the, what's the number one goal for your credit union? Mm-hmm. And overwhelmingly, it's not just now, it's always new members. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we have these conversations over, well, what are we doing? Why are we doing all of this stuff? Well, it's new member growth, but that's not the real why. Right. Yep. Underneath that, there's this assumption that new members equals profitability and trajectory growth for our organization. Mm-hmm. But very often we're not defining, is it the new member that's solving that problem? Or is it an ideal new member, one that's using the right products, the right product mix that yes. isn't a tax on the system, right? Like, you can bring in a new member that puts $7 into their account and sits on it, and then they're costing you, the organization more than it costs to administrate that account. Exactly. Yes. And and I think the with the new member scenario or your ideal member scenario, one of the credians we worked with um, went through basically a member profitability model, and they yeah. figured out that 20% of their members were driving 64% of their profit. So then you have this great data, you know, the story. Now it's about what are you going to do with it? What action are you going to take? And that's where the the rubber hits the road. And in some cases it could be, maybe you don't have capacity to do, you know, full marketing campaign, right? So you focus in on those 20% of your members that are driving a majority of your profitability. And now you know where it makes sense to spend most of your resources and time versus those members that are no matter what going to stay with their $5 $5 share account and they have just the indirect loan and that's all they're going to do. Right. <laughs> Which is such a, like that, that clarity mm-hmm. can really provide some actionability for the organization. Mm-hmm. Right. When we talk about new member acquisition, if we're spending all of our time and money trying to bring new people in and they don't end up providing value to the organization, we should be investing more from our own energy and resource into that 20% or maybe even the the, the tier right below that 20% mm-hmm. to get them to move into 25% or 28% or whatever those things are. Yep. Once you have the clarity of how to move someone from being just a member to an ideal member in that regard, now you now you can start gaming it. Now mm-hmm. you have the data piece that says these people are close or these people are about to drop out. What do I want to do? What's the conversations we need to have? Exactly. And that's the beauty of data, right? It's not just I have the data and I know where I'm at. It's not the snapshot in time it should give us the strategy and the actionable tactics on how do I get more of this? How do mm-hmm. I build How do I build that growth model into, in our, into our credit union? Exactly, yes. And for us, the predictive analytics models gets into that member profitability. One we've worked on recently is the member attrition, right? So figuring out who's likely to leave your credit union. Well, in some cases, losing a member may not be the end of the world if they're not actually a fully engaged member, right? So you could look at that list of members that are likely to leave based on certain triggers, 
Couple that with your member segmentation to see who's driving the most profitability, who are your most engaged. And now you know who to focus on to yeah. try to prevent because you may not be able to save everybody, right? right? So it's really helping you to be more targeted, understand your members as a whole, but then also understand your members more individually as well. And you may want to be compassionately uh, spurring on some of those people to transition right. out. <laughs> That's very true. Right? Like give them an incentive, pay them a hundred bucks and say, thanks. Yep. It's been a great ride. <laughs> like you're lucky if a hundred dollars is all you have to write off in some ah, cases. <laughs> sure. Sure. Right. I hear what you're saying. Well, this is amazing. Uh, is there any final points that you want to leave with your audience before they dive into your whole session? I'll just sum up to say, you know, definitely start with your why. Make sure you're tying it back to a business goal or challenge. Remember, perfect and done do not exist in this world and definitely don't exist in data and analytics. Yeah. And the last thing, start start somewhere. Um, and if you have any questions about where to get started or just want to hear ideas from other credit unions, what people are doing to be successful, all of us here at Trellens are here to help continue to drive the credit union movement forward. So we are happy to have a workshop or discussion with anybody that has some more questions after they listen in. I love it. What a gift. <laughs> Thanks for this time. We can't wait to dive into your whole podcast and uh, kind of leave with a lot of insight. Thank you. Thank you. Today's CU Strategy Podcast is brought to you by 454 Creative, a digital marketing agency with extensive experience developing websites and marketing strategies for credit unions. 454 Creative is ready to help design your brand, define your strategy, and deliver your story to your community and grow your members. Visit 454creative.com slash CU today to learn more and get a free website review.